what can you do? How do you protect, you know, soft targets? How do you protect from vehicles being used as a weapon? And one of the realities is that weaponizing vehicles could actually be stopped by advancements in technology. It's called an AES system. We're joined uh, now by Dennis DeRossier. He is an automotive analyst, and we've had him on the show before. Dennis, welcome back. Yes, thank you very much. Hey, so. De- Dennis, if you are driving right now, listening to me driving in a Canadian Toyota or a Lexus model, odds are that you already have this technology. But if you, you're driving an old car like me, uh, this technology of AES is uh, foreign to us. So maybe you could uh, tell us a little bit about what that is. Well, it is um, automatic braking is part of this whole move to autonomous vehicles. And what's happening across a whole range of technologies is as they develop for the autonomous vehicle, they introduce it into vehicles now, even though the fully autonomous vehicles might be five years, ten years out. And so if this fellow was driving, for instance, had rented a Mercedes S-Class, a luxury vehicle, the vehicle would have stopped and he would not have been able to do anything. Uh, the vehicle takes control of the situation. And uh, and so could never hit something, or if it did hit something, it would be a minor accident, and certainly couldn't then start up and go somewhere else. And you're finding this technology today in the Uber luxury vehicles, so the Mercedes and BMWs and the Audis. I'm not sure about Lexus yet, mm-hmm. but it's inevitable. You wouldn't find it in any mass market vehicle. So if you're driving a Toyota Corolla, you know that could be a decade out. And so, and there's 27 million vehicles on the road, and it takes 30 years for them to disappear. And so, for quite a long time, you would be able to find your way around uh, technology preventing you from weaponizing your vehicle. If, if rental companies, though, you know, decided that this would be standard technology, could they not aftermarket AEBs on, you know, the automatic emergency braking system on their vehicles? It would be tough. You know, it's not like a high-mounted taillight or some of these simpler technologies. This is very, very advanced technology, and I don't think there's an aftermarket version, or there will be for quite some time. Maybe, but it's unlikely. And so, and by the way, it's very difficult to disable. It's not as if you could get into one of these vehicles. The current S-Class uh, has it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and push a button and it's disabled. I, I was asking the guys uh, in the office about this who were more technology-focused than myself, and they said it might be possible to go in with time and with a lot of knowledge and program a disabling side to it, but they weren't even sure that you could do that. So once it's in your vehicle, it's in your vehicle. And for instance, I'll give you a simpler example. Mm-hmm. If you have ABS in your current vehicle, you can't disable it, <laughs> disable it. Right. You know, it's there and you got and it's there whether you want it or not. Well, let me bring up something that, you know, is kind of topical because, uh, you know, just recently Uber took all of their self-driving uh, cars off the road because they were driving this Volvo, which was equipped with, you know, the automatic uh, braking technology, the cameras and the radars. And they had actually, uh, you know, there was a question mark on is there a problem with uh, Volvo's technology? And as it turns out, no, Uber had overrode that system and put in their own system that apparently didn't work so well. Somehow it man, ma, uh, malfunctioned. So there's got to be a way around it if you're computer savvy, no? Well, remember the Volvos and the Ubers of the world have very advanced technology that they're testing. And so they were using this Volvo and they wanted to use their technology versus Volvo technology. And so, but it would have been a, a very high-end process to go through that. 
and quite complex. The ordinary Joe guy in the street, and I suppose there's some pretty bright kids out there that might be able to figure this out. Uh, you and I would never be able to do that, put it this way. The or 99%, and it's 99.9% could never go in and reprogram a car. I'll try not to take that personally. Yeah. Well, <laughs> believe me, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm supposed to be computer savvy, and it's way beyond the capability of anybody in my company, and we work with this stuff all the time. So it's pretty complex. Sure. Technically uh, doable, but you know, probably not doable. Right. Uh, Toyota Motor Corporation, they're saying that their uh, pre-collision system is now standard on 95% of their uh, Canadian Toyota and Lexus models. I've just looked that up. And uh, apparently in the States, they are looking into making these uh, standard on um, most of their vehicles. They say uh, by 2020, they're looking for the uh, automatic emergency brakes to be standard. Should we look into legislation to make this standard, to speed things up? You know, manufacturers are already getting on board. That's a tougher call. Um, And the problem in this situation isn't new vehicles. It's the ones that are on the road. We've got 27 million vehicles on the road without this technology in it. And like I say, it's going to take close to 30 years to clear them off the road. And so, uh, yeah, and, the, you know, most of the Toyotas have it. And most of the, remember, safety is absolutely one of the most important elements that a consumer looks for in a vehicle now. Uh, it has really moved up on the list of buying criteria. And so the Toyotas of the world are putting this stuff in, and the autonomous vehicle technology is enabling this. And it's the same with blind spot detectors and rear cameras and all this kind of stuff. But, you know, to completely de- uh, de-weaponize the vehicle fleet, one, you're looking at billions and billions of dollars, and you know, like I say, there's 27 million out there that you'd have to tackle. Legislation wouldn't even work. I can't imagine that ever happening. So a bit of wishful thinking. Yeah, it, very wishful thinking, and there would be so many ways around it. Just you know, just go out and buy a conquer. <laughs> you know, and, you know, and and there's no reason and no way you would anybody would even think of doing this on a 25 year old pickup truck. You know, and so, and I don't know what the maker model of, of this van that he was driving, but it's probably a year or two old. And uh, it's going to be a long time, even on the new vehicle side, when these kinds of vehicles uh, have automatic braking. And so, we're still a ways from technology solving this issue. Dennis, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much. You bet. Thank you. Cheers. Bye-bye. Dennis DeRosier is uh, Canada's leading auto analyst. And, you know, I was hoping... Just like everybody else, you know, you'd like to solve the problem of people weaponizing cars or at least think that the problem could be solved easily. But it doesn't look like it's going to be that simple, unfortunately. 